every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is a magnificent football Monday. It is You Better You Bet. It's Nick Costos, it's Ken Barkley, and it's you here with us on the BetQL Network. Simulcast by our friends at Stadium for the next two hours. So if you're watching us on Stadium right now, we appreciate you. We got two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way. Getting you set to bet and win on Championship Sunday in the National Football League and on tonight's slate in the NBA. Coming up in 20 minutes, we'll be joined by our friend Alex Christensen, a.k.a. Noops from FTN Bets and Bets US. Noops will break down tonight's NBA slate. All things betting on the association with Alex Christensen. He'll join us in 20 minutes. The whale capper Drew Dinsick from NBC Sports stops by next hour. We'll talk Championship Sunday, maybe a little NBA, maybe a little Australian Open betting as well with our friend Drew Dinsick, the whale capper. 40 minutes from now, Ken and I will begin our preview of Championship Sunday. We'll talk, obviously, the Chiefs and the Ravens. We will talk the Lions and the 49ers. I've got some borderline irrational takes on how this NFC Championship game is going to play out. We can't wait for it. And then Power Hour, Final Hour, will feature all our bets for tonight's action in the NBA, the NHL, and college basketball. But joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity on our stadium two hours here on this magnificent Football Monday, one of our absolute favorite guests, one of my favorite follows on Twitter, one of the sharpest minds out there breaking down the National Football League, our buddy Eric Eager from Sumer Sports, co-host of the, uh, the Sumer Sports Football Show along with former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, who's uh, represented by my and Ken's agent. His name's Tim Scanlon. He's a swell guy. Eric is on Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. Double E, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? Another year, another Chiefs appearance in the AFC Championship game. I can't complain. Yeah, it's only, it's all right. it's only a half dozen. That's that's cool. <laughs> Just, it's only like it's only like every year. Uh, we were talking off air a little bit about this, Eric, and I I guess we're going to kind of be, fall victim to the same thing that a lot of other shows have today, which is like the Chiefs are awesome, and we're going to talk about them a lot, and we have talked about them a lot, but also the Bills and like what is this going to be going forward? Like, are there changes that can be made where this actually becomes a rivalry, where the Bills can win in the postseason and actually make this? You know, not as one-sided as it's been in the playoff games. Do you do you think Sean McDermott's the coach next year? How up against it do you think Buffalo is if they they want to try to repeat this thing? Yeah, it's tough. You know, and you know the the top three cap hits for the Bills next year: are Josh Allen, uh, Stephon Diggs, and Von Miller. Uh, Diggs at twenty-seven point eight million. 13 consecutive games this year without a 100-yard performance. And Von Miller at fourteen games, you know, twenty-four million. Uh, approximately Von Miller 14 games this year without a sack both guys if you cut them pre-June 1 would be 31 and 32 million dead cap Uh, so you have to keep them and and I think that that's like really like the hard part when you think about these teams is it's not like you can't shed these guys right that they're in a team that's gone all in on some older guys and so you kind of have to like pray that this that what they've gone all in on kind of reverses a little bit and that they can sort of draft and, and reverse some of this aging, which I'm just not going to buy into. Um, I I like Sean McDermott a lot. I think he does a lot of smart things. Uh, Obviously, you know, no one likes the the Al Qaeda speeches and stuff, of course. Um, But I think ultimately he's turned this franchise around, but you know, Tony Dungy needed a John Gruden, uh, you know, 
Um, Andy Reid, you know, needed to leave Philadelphia, even though he was a great coach there. You know, it's probably, you know, I wouldn't fault them if they if they moved on. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what the Pagulas do. Do you think, Eric, that the Bills will move on from Sean McDermott? And if they do, who is the ideal coach to get the Bills to where they want to be? Slaying the dragon wearing number 15 in red, getting to and winning the first Super Bowl in franchise history. I, I think it's Jim Harbaugh in a weird way. Um, and And I also think that you know, that is why. So you've looked at this like kind of triangle of leverage that's been going on where, you know, Belichick is interviewed for the Falcons and Jim Harbaugh is interviewed for the the Chargers. And I think like a, a reasonable person would assume that those two jobs are spoken for. But then last week we were all waiting for Dallas to kind of melt down and Philly to melt down. And for those two rich owners to kind of put their bid in and then they didn't. And then, you know, if, and then Buffalo kind of sprung up. And again, those two men are not spoken for here. And so maybe that's it for, for Jim Harbaugh. But people, like, I don't think people are realizing that when Harbaugh went to San Francisco, Mike Singletary had not done a good job of coaching that San Francisco team. But that team was loaded when Jim Harbaugh got there. You know, you had Navarro Bowman, you had Patrick Willis, you had uh, Dante Whitner, you had, you know, Justin Smith, um, you know, Joe Staley, Vernon Davis, you know, Michael Crabtree. That team was loaded. And so the turnaround was pretty easy. I, I don't think that Jim Harbaugh really wants to go to a place where he has to rebuild. And the Bills are kind of a perfect place where you can go, where you already have a ready-made quarterback. The Chargers have a ready-made quarterback, but they don't have a ton of talent. The Bills have more talent. So to me, that might be the place. Obviously, Belichick going there would would make some sense too, but within division seems to me like it would be a tough pill for everybody to swallow. So I, I think Harbaugh would be the one that makes a lot of sense. That's like a really, really interesting answer there. Good recall on famous 49ers players from the Jim Harbaugh. I know it wasn't that long ago, but just like, well, this guy and this guy. As you're doing it, I'm like, man, they did have all those guys. That was pretty great. Harbaugh, I think, won coach of the year, like his first. I think they improved like nine games when he took over. And Mike right Singletary away. going 5-11 and 11 with that team is, is, a, is something else, huh? That, Can't do it. Can't win with them. Can't, win Can't with coach them. Well, you know what? You know what he wanted, Eric? He, he wants people that want to win. As opposed to like the opposite, you want to meet people that want to win. Um, let's, let's talk about let's talk about Patrick Mahomes a little bit, which is like because he is deserving of being being talked about. This AFC Championship game, and we'll go through both games and kind of get your full thoughts on them. I, I said in the first hour, like, man, if you thought beating Buffalo at Buffalo was awesome and like a huge accomplishment, then this is going to be something. Like, I I don't know how they're going to do it. Baltimore is so good; <laughs> they're just awesome. And maybe you don't think they're going to do it. I don't know. The Ravens in the AFC championship between a three and a three and a half point favorite at home against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Pretty low total, 44 and a half. Obviously, the Ravens defense has been exceptional this year. Kind of like your first thought, you found out the matchup, the market open. It's three, three and a half, 44 and a half. What was the first thing that you thought about? Yeah, my first impression is you're just simply not going to get that three and a half for very long is what I thought. And and so that that's made some sense. Um I wouldn't be surprised if this is exactly where it closed. Um, I was texting a few friends yesterday, and I was like, look, this is maybe the best player in NFL history, and you're going to get him at 
plus three, minus 120 or better, three consecutive games. And so, you know, do with that information what what you will. Uh, But, yeah, this Ravens team, um, you know, I thought C.J. Stroud played a great game on on Saturday, and it didn't matter one bit um, because that defense is so swarming. Uh, They had every gap covered. Uh, They're phenomenal. So um, if the Chiefs defend the run the way that they did yesterday against the Bills, this game will not be a contest. Uh, So the Chiefs have to improve there. Um, they, they, the adjustments in the second half by Spagnuolo were phenomenal, but they have to come out and play defense the way that they play defense in the second half or else it's not going to matter. Um, the only, the only leak is the fact that I don't think Lamar Jackson, you know, is, you know, I think he's a good passer. I don't think he's a great passer and the chiefs pass defense is phenomenal. So that's the one leak they have. Patrick Mahomes has to play, I think, you know, error free football, uh, and they almost played error-free football yesterday. They went almost the entire first half without a penalty. They went all the way until that McColl Hardman fumble b- before turning the ball over. Uh, they'll have to play, I think, another clean game, uh, you know, to even have a chance in this one. Um, but I, I can't lay the points with Baltimore. So uh, it, it's sort of that, like, you know, that that trap. I, I make the game, you know, about two and a half. Uh, so so if anything, it's Kansas City, but. Uh, I do have a ton of respect for Baltimore. They're incredibly well-rounded, uh, and they're healthy uh, going into this one. I think they get Marlon Humphrey back. Do you think you'll end up betting the Chiefs in the game? I, I think that's the only side to be on, yeah. Okay, and when we'll see how the point spread market moves throughout the week. You better you better hear with Nick and Ken, Magnificent Football Monday, joined by our guest Eric Eager from Sumer Sports, one of our favorites on Twitter, at Eric Eager. Underscore. All right, so Eric telling you, Chiefs or nothing at the current market price in the AFC title game on the road at Baltimore. Eric, let's get your thought on the, the NFC championship game in San Francisco. And this market's on the move right now, right now, at our show sponsor, BetMGM, where it's now San Francisco. Uh, the point spread is San Francisco minus seven, juice towards Detroit, had been six and a half, juice towards San Francisco. So we're in between the zone, right? In between six and a half and seven with the Niners being favored, obviously. We don't know the status of Niners star receiver Debo Samuel. I think Adam Schefter deemed it 50-50 earlier today that Debo plays in the NFC Championship game. Total in the game is 51. What's your initial handicap here coming up of the Lions and the Niners on Sunday in the Bay? Yeah, I think you have to look over here um, until it gets is as long as you're getting a flat 51, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, check the weather reports, of course, uh, as the as the the week progresses. Um, but I think this is going to constantly go between seven and six and a half with the uh, the minus one fifteens on both sides, um, because again, like this is going to a lot of it's going to depend upon Debo Samuel. I was I was watching the game on on Saturday. It's just like. The Niners are the crazy team where no team is more dependent on one non-quarterback injury than the Niners are. And and that's just the way that they are. Kittle gets hurt. You know, McCaffrey gets hurt. Trent Williams gets hurt. And now Debo Samuel gets hurt. And the point spread moves, you know, substantially. And, and, and that's not, you know, the, the chiefs are not that way, right? If, you know, Kelsey, Kelsey's, you know, important. And obviously Rasheed Rice is important, but you know, the Mahomes is the, is what stirs the drink it's just so magnified for the Niners. And so that's, that's really what you have to, you know, hang your hat on here. I also think that we saw, you know, a lot of this 49ers team's weaknesses on, on Saturday or yeah, Saturday night where, you know, this is a different 49ers team with the offensive line is Trent Williams and a lot of guys that are a little bit more suspect than normal. And the San Francisco defense, you know, Traverius Ward's phenomenal. 
But that secondary is more suspect than normal without guys like Jimmy Ward and without, you know, uh, your players like that. And so, uh, you know, look at Frank Rag now, make sure that he's healthy. Um, you know, San Francisco didn't get a ton of pressure, uh, at, you know, as they usually do. But yeah, I think at plus seven, you have to like Detroit. I think at six and a half, obviously you have to lay off, but I, I think Detroit's going to be live in this game. Okay. I feel like we might hear a little bit of that later in the show. And not and not from me. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes when we talk about the NFC Championship. Game. You might have a you might have a friend here. Yeah, to my to my right and the and the screens left over here, Eric. Uh, we have a, a couple minutes left, and you know sometimes we get to the final four in the NFL. Sometimes you feel like all four teams can win the Super Bowl. Sometimes you feel like we're like destined for a certain matchup. Sometimes you feel like there's one dominant team, and that's what it's going to be. Feels like three this year, and I'm not trying to be insulting to Detroit. Just it'd be really tough to win two straight games against these teams. But I think you could make a really impassioned case for all three of the other teams to like very easily win these two games and win the Super Bowl. Just how do you see this playing out the rest of the way? Like, give us kind of fill out your four team bracket here. Who wins the two games coming up on Sunday, and what's your most likely Super Bowl champion right now in about a minute? Yeah, I I think you go. I mean, I think chalk is is Baltimore, San Francisco, and then a really, you know, I, I think you'd make San Francisco a really small favorite in the Super Bowl. In fact, there was one book that came out with them as a pick'em, uh, and then there was some money on San Fran. I, I think if you gave me Baltimore as a small underdog in the Super Bowl, I'd take them. Um, so that that's how I go. I, I think Baltimore should, you know, I, I would I would go slightly to Baltimore here, um, just so that I'm not completely chalk. Uh, but Kansas City, to your point, uh, Ken, is really live. Uh, I think Kansas City is really live. Um, you need Patrick Mahomes in on the most complete team he's ever played on. Uh, at, you know, as a as a dog twice uh, to me seems like a really fun wagering experience. Eric, uh, we got about thirty. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, he's it. right, yeah. and and I yeah. and I look forward to having fun and doing that coming up this weekend. Eric, we have about thirty seconds here. Besides, for the games coming up on Sunday, what's the one thing that you're most excited for coming up in this like time on the NFL calendar? Could be a coach hiring or something else. Not the games. Anything else? Thirty seconds. Get yourself a Pro Football Focus subscription. Look at the All Star Game rosters. Go to a PPH. And bet the college all-star games. They are soft. Wow. All right. All right, then. Well, Okay. Here, there was a lot of here's, inside here's baseball my... there, but I think people got the idea. I think people got the idea Great. there. <laughs> here, here, here's my hope is that I, I know my co-host, and I, now I feel like Ken will do this work. And hopefully we'll just share it with me, and I just get like to coast to victory. That That is my hopes <laughs> to how this is going to go. Uh, Eric, we appreciate it, my friend. On Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. Check out the Sumer Sports website. Great write-ups of the games. Eric does a lot of good stuff there. And the Sumer Sports football show. Good luck with the bets. Enjoy Championship Sunday. And we will talk to you, Eric, to break down Super Bowl 58 in the weeks to come. You guys are the best. Take care. Yes, we are. Yeah. And Eric's pretty Super awesome. Super Bowl 58. That's yeah, crazy. It, 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 oh God, it makes, makes me feel a little old. On the other side, we'll turn our attention for the first time today to a non-football sport. We'll talk some NBA. We'll get some bets for tonight with our friend Alex Christensen, a.k.a. Noobs. <laughs> 